0: to a toast to rom-coms. I am Smutty M- Waffle number one, Marie. I'm Smutty Waffle number two, Allison. And I just want to say that I love that phrase, Smutty Waffle. I, will and ne- I What's that? I will never stop using it. I understand that waffle is not meant to refer to a person in this case, and I don't think it's supposed to refer to the breakfast food either. I think it's like nonsense. Yes, but I want to pretend that it means waffle and just call myself a smutty waffle, like waffles in the breakfast food. So you may be wondering where this is all coming from. And yes, we are, at least I am, obsessing over it just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But we got our first one-star review. Dun, dun, dun. I don't even know if it's on Apple iTunes yet. It wasn't yesterday. I don't know. It was put in at 6-6. And I was shocked. So we want to... I'm going to read it. Okay? Do it. So they know let's, where the Smutty Waffle comes from. I love it. It's It was reviewed via Apple Podcasts, and this person is from Great Britain, Honey Bees. Oh, and so we can't find you on Instagram because, like, typically if people give us a review or the first one we see of, like, that month, we send a free T-shirt. You did not put your Instagram handle in there, so we cannot DM you for your T-shirt. So if you're Honey Bees... Or are willing to give us another shot ever... Please DM us so we can send you a free T-shirt. Because even though you reviewed us poorly. And you still took the time to do it. And we truly appreciate that. Yes. So the title of this review is Smutty Waffle. Love it. I wanted to listen to the podcast on Working Girl, my first try with this podcast. Unfortunately, it was just a lot of silly, smutty waffle about how their cocktails matched Oh, there's a spelling error there, by the way. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> about how their cocktails match the color of an actor's private parts. Also, she didn't even say penis. And in parentheses, it says, oh, and how hilarious they found it. Some shaming of the female's actor's bikini line, at which point, I gave up. Silly talk that adds nothing to a conversation about a great film. I actually did re-listen to this because we take this probably too seriously um, just to see if we did have any shaming at some point. I listened to it all yesterday. There was no shaming. Um, And also, I didn't think there would be because, like, listen, my bikini line is not even a bikini line. There's no line. So... There's no shame. i I wear bathing shorts now, so I don't have to worry about it at the pool. So I there wasn't any shaming. I think it was just us being excited about seeing pubes on a movie. which I mean, who could blame us? I don't know. i I love I love frontal scenes. Me too. Dude, Sam Elliott Roadhouse. The pubes there got me super excited. <coughs> but to be fair anything sam elliot gets us excited so true you recently went to texas and the guy you bought cowboy boots from was talking about how sam elliot came into that store which is amazing he was on their like wall of fame along with like arnold schwarzenegger robert plant there were some other like there was a bunch of country western singers i didn't recognize but i was like damn i got boots at the same place sam elliot did and yes i got some cowboy boots i'm pretty stoked about it. <laughs> Oh, we love us some sam elliot great voice great stash uh, yes great head of hair yeah but alternatively i did get an email from carlos at hello at podstatus.com and it's a hilarious email because it's just really funny and conversational it says hello how's it going hope all is well i have some cool info that might interest you your podcast uh is ranking position number 57 in the category TV and film in Ghana. Ooh. So I thought that was pretty cool. Hey, Ghana, what's up? Right? And he said, happy podcasting, Carlos. So thanks, Carlos, for that lovely update. We'd love to hear more from you, Carlos. Keep sending us emails. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Moving up in the world. Still smutty. Still smutty waffle. Still smutty. But moving up. So, anyway. Welcome to Toaster (laughs) Rom-Coms, where we talk about (laughs) romantic comedies and pair them with a cocktail and talk about those things and also anything else. Legit anything else. And to clarify, this is a raunchy-ass podcast. We don't have an E for explicit for nothing. (laughs) I love that E for explicit. Me too. It makes me feel like a badass. (laughs) I know. (laughs) same same okay anyway before we get down to the movie today which i am actually pretty excited about even though this brings me to my another point i wanted can we do one more teen rom-com and then be done with them i need a break from teen rom-coms yeah for sure i i have a do you have a teen rom-com because i also have a teen rom-com i do have a teen rom-com oh we gotta duke it out fuck okay maybe it's maybe it's the same one you never know What's your team rom-com? But I'm a cheerleader. That's the yes! one I to do. Not planned. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, good. Right here, baby ESP. waffles. Together. That's right. <laughs> um, so okay, two things before we get down to it. One, congratulations on your deck being 89% completed after a year and a half. Yay! We sat out, We sat outside on these like bright blue lawn chairs I got yesterday. I and remember that. It was so wonderful. All the animals were happy except Millie, my dog, because she tried to go down the stairs. So the stairs are there except the middle stair is not done because they needed to cut out like the wood for it and like the railing to the open air is not completed so i didn't want my dog to go down and fall off because that's the 11 percent that's not done yet yeah that's it so well she got really scared when i yelled at her and didn't want to come outside (laughs) because of course the first thing she did was go try to go down the stairs and i was like she wants her freedom back yeah um but the cat very much enjoyed the deck and she did go down the stairs but she's 10 pounds, so I wasn't worried Mm. about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then my second topic of conversation before we get to it. Did you watch the third episode of Loki yet? Yes. Okay. No spoilers, but I do want to know how you felt about it. I liked it, but these cliffhangers are killing me. I mean, I know that's how it's supposed to be, but like a lot of cliffhangers. Bernard and I hated that episode. We Mm. thought it was a complete throwaway. I so I didn't hate it I think they're just trying to build up Sylvie and Loki's relationship but mm. it didn't really add anything to the big picture right which bothered me okay I get getcha okay ya. cool because first episode's always slow to me it's backstory you gotta set the scene oh I didn't think the first episode was slow at all second episode great third episode um actively disliked huh Mm -hmm. now this is something I grapple with while I watch this show because I I, I go back and forth do you find um, Loki attractive I sometimes right it's like sometimes he's like BuzzFeed described him as a greasy boy (laughs) and like sometimes that's how I feel but other times I'm like oh but there's something about you maybe it's like the bad boy thing I think it's like his I mean he's the god of mischief so I think it's his m- mischievousness mischievousness I still don't know which one's correct cuz I've heard that people think it's mischievous but that's wrong I wonder if it's like different in in like Britain versus here <laughs> This is why we get bad reviews from Britain True But you know what I mean, like how they say aluminum instead of aluminum. Or schedule instead of schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard the aluminum. Aluminium. Ah. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't even force my mouth to say it. (laughs) You couldn't (laughs) even force your mouth to say it. That's awesome. All right. So to get down to it. Um, today yes. we're going to talk about Love it and Basketball, another teen rom-com, even though it doesn't end with the main characters in their teens, it definitely begins. It's like pre-adolescence through past college. Yes. Uh, do you want to give the facts? I would love to. Awesome. This movie came out, um, 21 years ago, 2000, uh, stars, I think. I think I'm pronouncing this correctly, but I'm very sorry if I'm not. Uh, Sanaa Lathan, Omar Epps, and let me get the parents. Alfred Woodard. I love her. She's, so do I. She's fantastic in everything she does. Um, Harry Lennox, Debbie Morgan, Dennis Haysbert. What? He's everywhere in these movies. He is. And so is Regina Hall. Uh huh. At first, she looked, she was so young, I couldn't recognize her at Regina Hall, but I was like, I know, I know her. Directed and written by Gina Prince Bythewood. So. And to go with this, we are drinking the Sweetheart um, cocktail because they were kind of like childhood sweethearts. Um, And it is like a bunch of shit. (laughs) Really weird proportions. Yes. It's. Vodka, Aperol, cranberry juice, cello, lemon juice. And you're supposed to garnish it with cranberries, but fuck, I wasn't buying like a whole Ooh. bag of cranberries for three. Buys cranberries, unless you have like a bar. I mean, Thanksgiving. I guess. I'll give you Thanksgiving. But other than that, no. I used my narwhal garnish that Alice got me with a lemon. Ooh, that's cool. I went with no garnish. Classic. But look, do you notice something after I was shamed by Jessica last time? Oh yeah, there's no ice. There is no ice in it. Damn you, Jessica. Damn you. Um, so yeah, the like Allison said, the proportions were really weird. It was they were, it was either two-thirds of a shot or one-sixth of a shot. So, so I I turned on, did you see how like there were different like measurements that you could put on because we got this from absolute mm-hmm. dot com or something like that. We got it off of absolute's website. Mm-hmm. Um so I put on MLs and I legit busted out like tablespoons and teaspoons. <laughs> I didn't even know tablespoons and teaspoons were MLs. So okay, so that's probably from my background. Like 15 mLs is a tablespoon, five mLs is a teaspoon. So everything was pretty much either 20 mls or five mLs. So, OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I just guesstimated with my shot glass, like <sighs> my like my little things, you know, like the one side's a whole the I, other side's a half. I couldn't get past two thirds. I was like, what the fuck is two thirds of an ounce? I went a little bit less than three fourths. <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> like al- maybe that's also why Great Britain hates us because of the ounces and tablespoons. No, that's why like part of the reason the whole rest of the world hates us because we can't switch to the metric system listen I think we should I I know it would make (laughs) sense but I just can't (laughs) and I know they make fun (laughs) of people on BuzzFeed all the time for not being able to handle the difference between (laughs) Fahrenheit and Celsius but I cannot convert like Celsius to Fahrenheit I just can't I mean, I it's, know it's a ridiculous equation that involves like five ninths or nine fifths, and like you have to do like the, the outside the parentheses. So you have to do like some crazy addition. I don't know. I, I just Google it. I'm like Celsius to Fahrenheit, boom. Works. Yeah. yeah. But you have to start somewhere. So if we did it now, like my kid would be proficient with it when she was older. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine, like, the looks? Like, your kid would be like, it's 29 degrees out. And, like, all these people would be like, what? What is she talking about? And she'd be like, Celsius. Celsius, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. let's take a drink. Yes. It does smell good. And it looks pretty. Yeah. Cheers. And I was wrong. Oh. I like it. Listen, Aprils better to me and I don't like limoncello. Oh, so it's just super bitter and I don't have a fucking ice cube in this, so it's not cold enough. Um boy. Um I mean maybe and I'm not trying to be a dick. Maybe no, no. maybe the precise measurements like actually made a difference like baking versus cooking. Like with whenever you cook, like you just put in a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But whenever you oh, bake, okay. like you have to be super precise. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, looked I at like, me like I know I had no idea what you're talking about. It's true. I think you, this is really good. Okay, so okay, so maybe I'll bring out the tablespoons and the teaspoons. So yeah, so you do a tablespoon and a teaspoon for twenty. The two thirds, yeah, and then a table a teaspoon for the one sixth, yeah. Okay, all right, I'll try that. I don't on the next drink. I don't get any bitterness at all. Hmm. And mine is very tiny. Is it smaller than mine? I really think that it is because these coup 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 glass coup glasses. Yeah, they're really tiny. I have one. I could get a ku glass right now. I think this only hurt, holds like two ounces. I don't know. Maybe three minutes. I don't stuff. know. I think this, I don't think this glass is as big as you think it is. Maybe. I love I your know. vintage glasses. Mm-hmm. I would wish it wasn't slightly yellow because I don't know if it's just that old or if it's um, supposed to be. I can't tell from from Skype. Okay. Anyway. Love and basketball. Summary. Love and basketball is about two neighbors, a boy and a girl, who both love basketball. Girl's a bit of a tomboy. Um, Boy grew up with basketball. His dad was a basketball player. And they pretty much grow up together and are... Spoiler alert, in love with each other, like, let's just face it. They're in love with each other from a very young age, and it's about their relationship and, like, their careers with basketball. Their highs and their lows. Yeah. Together and separately. I liked that this was broken up into the quarters, like basketball. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cute. i have to say oh okay (laughs) uh first time watching this movie and i was a little nervous because my husband said it was like very like quite the drama and we've watched plenty of those like where it turns out not to be a rom-com and i personally wouldn't classify this as a straight rom-com i wouldn't either but i do think it had some light parts in it and i thought it was a very good movie Overall, I liked it. I don't know if I would watch it again. Really? Well, I mean, we can talk more about that later, but I am surprised at that. I think it. I don't know. Sometimes. And I mean, it's probably because I like drink when I watch these movies too, but like sometimes I just get like too emotional with like things. Like maybe it's too early to talk about this, but whenever she was like whenever she lost that basketball game in high school and you could hear her inner dialogue and like she kind of like blew it I was Mm -hmm. like oh my god this is devastating did you cry? no I didn't but I just okay I I don't know I get I, I get really immersed in this stuff um if the actors are good and these actors were very very good they were, they were very, they are very good. Um, and I really thought that you mean, I mean, you brought in her inner dialogue, you brought in the four quarters. I thought this movie was shot very differently. Um, and I, I don't know, like, I don't want to say it was shot from a woman's perspective so much, but I don't, it just. Mm. I might agree with that because I think you I personally really sided with her a lot of the times with like the relationship problems um, like I mean I know this is I mean whatever but whenever they broke up in college I was like what the fuck mm-hmm. I think that they did a really good job of balancing out everyone so you didn't see anyone as purely good or purely bad like even like q's dad i couldn't say he was a wholly bad person yeah because he he was really sweet with his son like i think he was legitimately a good father Mm -hmm. a bad husband but a good father yeah so it it was kind of a complex movie in that part not that the plot was hard to understand or anything just the characters were um I, i think that's good though yeah, yeah, I agree. Unbelievability wise, that's our first characteristic of a rom com. I don't think there was a lot. I I thought this movie was very, very believable. Okay, so you were saying very, very believable. Yeah, I, I'm looking through my notes and stuff, and I really can't see one item of unbelievability in here I think I have one um but I have to find it but actually I think I don't know maybe I don't because I have some things where I was like wow this is so believable like um the very beginning in the basketball game with the kids where they meet for the first time and she comes onto the court and they find out she's a girl and she's like shit, they're shit talking her and, you know, can't decide if they should let her play or whatever. I don't know. I thought that was really believable. Mm Hmm. Yeah. I, I just, I don't have anything to say with unbelievability really. Um, even like I'm not a basketball expert, maybe they're playing and thinking that they were great basketball players was unbelievable, but I, I, I you know, tell. it was passable. I did. Did you look at the facts at all? No, I didn't. So Monica in real life had never played basketball before. Whoa. Yeah. And so she was up for the role against someone who was a basketball player, but never acted before. So like one went with an acting coach and one went with a basketball coach and like they decided that way, I think, who the main character was gonna be. That's really and, interesting. Mm-hmm. And I thought I thought she did a great job. I yeah, absolutely. Unlike drumline, where <laughs> <laughs> I was like is marching band training going to be this intense? Like, I could believe this training. I could believe the... It wasn't even hazing, like, just giving the freshman a hard time. Very believable, though. Mm-hmm. A curfew of 11 p.m. by the mm-hmm. coach. Okay, I get that. I actually thought that was, like, very late. <laughs> I was... I I don't know. I would think, like, 9 or 10. Yeah. Um. I thought her apartment in spain was very realistic oh no i thought it was unbelievable because i thought it was too big and very nice and updated really listen i've watched a lot of house Hunters international okay and i have not and i I don't know. Maybe it's like a cultural difference too. Like maybe somebody over there would think it was really nice. But like I I personally, like I thought that apartment was so nice and so big and so modern. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if that's real. See, to me, it looked like it was a room and a half with a larger than average balcony. And I could see the balcony maybe being too nice. But that's why I was like, oh, it's not even a full kitchen. It's just like a cooktop and a sink. Mm-hmm. so I could see that but hey you're the house hunters expert so you would know I liked that whenever they had sex for the first time he was like wait a minute and pulled out a condom mm, so did I I wrote that down on my notes that I was glad that they were being realistic about that because we hardly ever see that Hmm. I mean we saw it in 40 year old virgin because it was like part of the shtick right but like you never see it Right. And it's an important part of being young and, and having sex. Yeah. Stay protected. You don't want to be like um, Taylor Randall, if that was her name, who couldn't play basketball at UCA because <laughs> she got pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that was that's not good. Also believable. Yeah. I mean, people make choices all the time. Some of them not the best i found my unbelievable you did not have to raise your hand you may just speak did you notice that whenever they had that fight and that girl came over and like and he took her to burger king did you notice what he was ironing no a sweatshirt no he was ironing his sweatshirt And I know this because he was ironing something gray. He put the iron down and he put on a sweatshirt. And I was like, no. No. Like, they couldn't come up. I'm sure. I'm absolutely positive college players have to wear, like, ties and button downs to the game. Like, they couldn't, like, do that. Yeah. Yeah. They have to be dressed up. I didn't know that. Hmm. And I think like even you know, I'm not positive if professional, if professional basketball players have to have to do it or not. I want to say some teams do some don't because if you look at the coaches, the coaches are always in like suits. Yeah, that's something that I've never picked up on before. But I, I could be completely wrong. Maybe it's just college. Anyway, yeah, I I didn't see anything unbelievable in here, but that was that was a good one. That that's all I got though. <laughs> okay. Um good thing these drinks are small. Yeah. I feel like there's gonna be so much with chemistry though. Obstacles to Q and Monica being together. So, in college, I felt. I know that the dad was an issue, but I also thought that. Who's dad? Uh, um, cues. Okay, but I also felt like there was a shift in their relationship whenever she started getting good and he was not doing good. But that all had to do with the relationship with the dad. Um. So Q's dad is caught cheating on the mom and the dad lies about it to Q. The mom tells Q the truth and he just kind of spirals out from there. Um, Hard. And, yeah. I thought that he was very unfair to her in that instance because I think she, that Monica was right. If the roles had been reversed and Q was told something by the coach, like, you have to be in the dorm by such and such time, Q would absolutely have left because that's both his and her dreams. So they should have been understanding. I was pissed whenever he got mad at her for, like, tr- following curfew. I, mm. I thought it was bullshit. And, and like, be honest about it. Don't say it's okay and then like start hanging out with other girls to show that it wasn't okay. Like that was a very immature move by him. And I don't think I don't think that lack of maturity in that instance was excused by what the dad did because he was taking out his anger on the first available person and it was her. I thought this showed that Q couldn't handle pressure either. Mm -hmm. Like the worse he played, the more he got in his head. Whereas Monica had been in her head all along and started to learn how to deal at an earlier age. Yeah. She showed that amount of character growth there. Yeah. But another thing that I like that they, they brought up And I don't know what kind of characteristic this would go with what they're talking about. I know it's obstacles and maybe this was an obstacle. But the treatment of male versus female athletes is very different. So because she was competitive or she got hissed or showed emotion on the court, she was punished for it. Whereas the male athletes really don't get punished. For a woman, it's considered unsportsmanlike. Uh huh. But it was perfectly fine for men. Because it's okay to show your anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she had to learn to deal with it because if not, it, she would have been fouled out or got in trouble with the coach, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas with him, he didn't learn to deal with it because he was never punished for it. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know what you think about this. Like, is anything. Was it have to do with being like going from a big fish in a little pond to a little fish in a big pond? Like he was so great in high school and then he was he was great in college and that or he was good in college. But then everything happened with the dad and he kind of like spiraled out of control. Was it really just like he just wasn't as good in college because those are more elite athletes there as well? I think it's more that he got into his head personally, but I think Mm -hmm. I could think I could see it being interpreted either way. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So really like part jealousy on Q's part with how things were going for Monica and part being a dick on Q's part. Well, I just, I, I, And I get like his daddy issues, which sucks. Like that scene with his mom was like really heartbreaking where she was crying and pretending not to cry and trying to not demonize the father to him. But then just getting so upset that was pretty heartbreaking. Do you think her mommy issues had anything to do with their relationship problems? Is it bad if I say no? no it's not bad i was genuinely asking you your opinion you're entitled <laughs> no okay i thought she was overall better at balancing her life and her priorities than her mom and q oh, oh, oh okay. like in the relationship i feel like it didn't like affect plus i think as a woman you're allowed to follow your path you're allowed to Try to accomplish your goals and you shouldn't have to sacrifice anything for a man. Hmm. Well, I think that's ultimately, and I know this is getting ahead, I think that's ultimately where the movie went. Yeah. Um. Okay. Do you want to make another drink and then come back for chemistry? Yeah, let's do it. Very curious as to what you're going to think of it now. Can I see, like, the size difference, if there's a size difference? I put an ice cube in it. Damn you. I had to. It got too warm. (laughs) I did hear your shaking in the background, and it did sound, like, pretty vigorous. I tried to make it a little bit better. I wonder if shaking with um, crushed ice instead of cubed ice would... I feel like it'd be harder to pour. Not if you use the top thing. That's true. Wait, no. Sometimes it gets clogged. I've been using like that flat device that like has Mm -hmm. the spiral. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that allows me to pour better. Okay. Hmm. Uh, There was this crazy thing that I had never seen before. We went out to Spork. It was a A little bit better. Okay. I'm glad. Glad to hear that. Um, We went out to this restaurant called Spork. I should have gotten like a, a, like a little video clip of it. I had never seen this before. They had like a cocktail machine where like you put the shaker on this machine and it goes like in a circle really, really, really fast to like shake it thoroughly. No, I've never seen that either. It was fascinating. I wonder... If there is a difference, you know, like it doesn't seem like it would save that much time. Yeah. I could be wrong. I, it honestly seems like longer. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> like <laughs> I've seen, I've seen those cocktail machines that, like, you pour ingredients in. You know, have you seen those? Like, you just pour your alcohol in or your mixers and say what you want and then it makes it for you. Oh, I haven't seen that. That sounds fun. They're like $500. I mean, I don't want to buy one. I'll, <clears throat> oh, if I can find one, I'll send it to you. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, so it does taste somewhat better. Like it is less tart or better and it's a little bit more sweet. I personally would drink this regularly i i oh. really like it okay but i like more tart things like i like sour sour there's my Pittsburghies. i like the sours a ah. lot <laughs> um you like aperol too i do like aperol i i don't like a lot of people find it refreshing and it's not my thing it's okay mm-hmm. um chemistry oh my where do you begin? At the beginning. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought that scene when they were kids was super fucking cute. Me too. And I thought it was really funny. I don't like flowers. What You can get me Twinkies if we fight. Yeah. I was really disappointed that the Twinkies never made an appearance in the movie. <gasps> me too. I kept waiting for it at the end. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I also liked when they were kissing for five seconds and he's counting on his fingers. I thought that was such like a little kid thing to do. Yeah, it was adorable. But I also supported her when she was like, I want to ride my own bike. Mm-hmm. No one wants to ride bitch on someone else's bike. It's not comfortable. No, not at all. Not that I've ever done it but i would imagine it's not comfortable. If i did it now, the sheer weight of my husband and i <laughs> on one bicycle, the wheels would fall off. <laughs> you need what is that a tandem bike? I think that would be okay. I, I shit on those so much. Like anytime i see somebody riding a tandem bike, i'm like, "Ugh, losers." <laughs> but i do secretly want to try one one time. I don't know. I just think they're so stupid. <laughs> At um, the campground we went to, I think is too young for it, but they had a bicycle, but it looked like one of those old fashioned cars where there was like one seat, like longer seat. Oh, yeah. And one in the back. That's so cool. I I didn't want her to sit in the back by herself. I also think their chemistry as teenager was great. And I have an example okay to illustrate your point let me hear your example because i need to defend everything um so whenever she got a ride from him at the end of his or after his basketball game i really like their chemistry because of like the bickering and flirting on the ride home um you can also see he cares about her a lot because he's talking to her about recruitment and trying to help her out and being like, you got to keep cool and stuff like that. I was thinking, I was thinking the same thing. They've obviously been keeping tabs on each other. She's watching his games. He's pretending not to watch her games, but he's there the first time. um, The first game they show up hers, he leaves, but he leaves after she like messed up. So I was wondering if he left because she was upset, which made her her upset when she saw him leave. Wait, can you say that again? It didn't make sense in my head. When he left, she got upset at the first game they showed. Oh, I did not pick up on that at all. Mm -hmm. She made like a disappointed face. So then, like you said, they get like she doesn't say – can I have a ride? It's like, you're giving me a ride home. That just shows that they remained close. They mm-hmm. had, I don't know, it's not like a sibling type of relationship. It's just close. Mm-hmm. Like, they accept each other for who they are. Like you said, he's trying to help her. And she explains to him what her problem is with what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But she's also jealous. She's so no- jealous, Yeah. Gabrielle Union is in all of these movies, too. Her and Dennis haysbert they're in a mall. And I hate when she's a bitch. I know. I just want her to be nice because I like her. Me, too. That's all. I've been really wanting to watch Deliverous from Eva again. Mm, mm-hmm. Great movie. It was so good. I really liked her dress at, the, at that formal. That silver one. hmm She looked so good. I liked it too, but it bothered me that he was wearing a silver shirt because the silvers didn't match. I hated that silver shirt, but I felt like it was very 90s. Oh, I loved that dance. The music, the dancing, and the fashion. It was also late 80s, like transitioning to yeah. 90s. It was awesome. I love it- sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. I was just going to say they played Bobby Brown's My Prerogative and that is the first cassette tape I've ever owned. Really? That's yep. very interesting. I didn't know you were such a Bobby Brown fan. Bobby Brown and then I got Whitney Houston too. That sounds right. <laughs> I I do love My Prerogative. Uh-huh. It's a great song. So good. I really liked Monica's dress, too, and I thought that it was still in style today. She looked fantastic. I love that dress. I love that pale color against her skin tone
1: mm-hmm.
0: as well. And I thought it was adorable when her like less ladylike attributes came out during the dance. When she, and she caught herself. I love that. Whenever she sat with her legs spread wide open and the boys passed and were like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then the college guy tries to take her coat and she goes, why are you cold? <laughs> that was so funny.
1: <laughs>
0: and I think that's really when Q started to see her as a woman again. Instead of just like a friend. Like I think it was always there. But he admitted it to himself. I think it was seeing her with another man that did it. Mm. Because I think he thought that she would always be there. Always be there, always be available for him. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. That's a good point. So as these guys move into college. Wait, I still have things to say about high school. I'm sorry. God. I told you I had a lot of chemistry notes. Because I really like it when his parents are fighting, Q's parents are fighting, and he goes and sleeps on her floor. He knocks on her window. It's like she's his safe place. Yeah, I like how you put that. Um, Something that was weird to me was like when he was real happy as a child listening to his parents have sex. Yeah, so weird. Okay, okay. That's not just me then. Yeah, no, that was... I, that unbelievable <laughs> there it is we got one like every kid thinks that's icky right yeah <laughs> so weird uh, okay also uh, we need to talk about like they're doing the sex it scene? yeah and the kissing and um I thought the sex scene was nice because he knows that she's an experience and he asked if she- She wanted to stop, and I thought that was very considerate of him. I agree. Oh, and even before the sex scene, I know I keep cutting you off, but you keep moving on, and I'm not ready to move on. I was going to add on. Okay, add on. Go? No, you first. I like how this whole thing started, because he needed, she needed Q to be there when she opened her letter. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was just an excuse to go get them? No. Okay, I'll come back to that. Okay. Because I agree with you. Okay. You may proceed. I liked how she left grandmother's pearls on when they were fucking. Uh, I didn't really even notice. I I don't think it meant anything, but I was like, oh, the necklace is staying on. Okay. Did you notice how she was like still covering up her boobs whenever they were having sex, which I thought was really funny and kind of innocent? I didn't know if that was like, because I think it was an R-rated movie, right? I think there were two F-words. I can look. I still have IMDb up. Okay, I w- I wasn't sure if it was PG-13 or R, because I know it talked about nudity, which was just his butt. No, it's PG-13. So maybe that's why she was covering her boobs? Like it was just literally to keep the PG-13? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, I really like the um, the, what's this called? The cover of the movie? The movie cover? The poster? Yeah. I like it. That's all. I think I'm done with. Oh, You're done with that? Mm, nope. Actually, nope. I like. She's not. I'm not. Sorry, guys. I, that's the thing. There's not a lot of believability. There's obstacle, But like the chemistry is off the charts between these guys. Mm-hmm. I think they are very passionate. I believe it. Like the acting, like it really convinces you like, man, they go together so well. But I like that when they have sex because it's been building up for 11 years and like you can see it. In both of them. And I like how she kisses him first. I guess does it show like. His understanding of her a lot. Like he knew. That she would have to be. in Not in charge. But she has to acknowledge. That she's an equal part. Of the relationship too. So he never came on to her again. Because he wanted her. To realize that she. Like not needed him, but she wanted to be a part of him. Or was it just like he was doing other things, people, whatever, however you want to put it? No, I think you're right. I think like he didn't know if he would be well received. Yeah. So, yes, I think you're right. Like, she had to be the one to, to do it. So he was just kind of biding his time with these other girls until she was ready. hmm Yeah. I really liked the line. Whenever he she gave him Gabriel, oh, my God, Gabrielle Union's note, um, where she says she's sending her coochie through the mail. <laughs> that whole exchange was so funny. And he wasn't embarrassed at all. Like he didn't care that she was reading the note. He was like, yeah, it's fine. Like that whole best friend thing. They were obviously best friends and that works out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that in college, their relationships started to shift from like this innocence, best friend kind of thing to be a little bit more of a competition, which you are, you kind of, talked about how their rules started to become reversed he was the star of everything in high school and she was having trouble and then in college after I don't know the first semester or so I don't know how long a basketball season is um it starts to get switched yeah it doesn't seem like he can like be the the support mm-hmm Um, so then I think it, it is a little bit competitive and that goes back to their like strip basketball scene, which I really liked. Loved it. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I thought it was cute. I thought, thought it played well into their personalities and showed who they were. Um, but it essentially doesn't go well for them when she starts doing better for than he does. Cause that's when like she forgets about him and her priority is basketball versus when he was doing well. Mm -hmm. And then they break up and they're separated for a while, but it's a weird way to, they should have broken up earlier than what he did. Like he took that girl out for Burger King or whatever. And I thought that was a dick move. Oh, huge dick move. Right. Right. Just say, like, I need space. I need time. This isn't working out. Um, I, you need to focus on basketball. Don't just, like, start going out with other girls and be like, let this be a lesson. And it's shitty, even more shitty, because that's what his dad did to his mom. Mm-hmm. And you would think that he would try, he would be trying to be less like his dad at that mm-hmm. point? Exactly. I'm, I'm pretty much done with the college stuff, chemi- mm-hmm. the college chemistry, and I'm ready to go to the mm-hmm. adult after. Mm-hmm. So Monica comes back. She was playing ball overseas and she comes back. Did, did you get the idea that she came back because Q got hurt? Yes. Okay. I was wondering about that yes i did and especially that conversation that she had over dinner with sidra about like you know it seemed like she was stopping like excuse me starting to lose her interest because i do think being alone would be hard i couldn't do it could you i uh, seven months i don't know I don't know. I I think that you have to be prepared to make some changes. Like she says, I don't know the language. Well, how long were you playing over there? You couldn't pick up any kind of conversational Spanish at all. You're just not trying. Which, again, goes back to like you shouldn't stay there. If you're not going to try to be a part of the culture, of course you're going to be lonely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a little bit ridiculous yeah um but on the other hand was she did she go overseas thinking oh maybe q will miss me and he'll come after me and then we'll get back together probably it's just a hard call did she go to forget him or did she go to try to bring him out or oh probably both but then do you remember whenever she went to see him in the hospital and he said he called her a couple of times And she was definitely lying about her answering machine being weird. You're absolutely right. I forgot about that. So what the hell is that? Was she trying to see if she could live without him? Or she was scared that he was going to hurt her again. Fair. How how crazy was it that Tyra was in this? I couldn't believe it. It was so random. Uh Uh-huh. And she was the worst. Oh, I didn't think she was the worst. She was intimidated by Monica and she knew, uh, she obviously knew who she was. So that means Q talked about her. So she felt threatened. Like she was staking her claim. Fiance. And then she shoves her ring in her face. Yeah. Like it was just lay off my man. Cause he's mine. But I wouldn't want a ginormous Q on a wall in my house either. What if they name their baby Quincy and then they can put it in their baby's room? Quincy Jr. That's what I thought. Fair. Oh, was his name Quincy? Yeah. Why did I think Quentin? Oh, uh, baby's name. There you go. Another new <laughs> name. It's another option. Exactly. <sighs> I, I don't know. I mean, you don't have to hang it up. You can just take it. Put it in his closet. Maybe there's a walk-in closet for him. He can yeah. hang it up in his closet. Or if he has like, yeah. a basketball section in his man cave or whatever. Like He did it, have a lot of trophies. Put it by his trophies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, Tyra. Like, that's ridiculous. Especially, like, as a flight attendant. She's not going to be there a lot of the time. Yeah. So. And... Monica was obviously devastated when he said, this is my fiance. Mm -hmm. She's like, Oh, that's great. Didn't even bother trying to hide the fact that she did not think it was great. Yeah. Oh, I, how emotional was that? One-on-one. I thought that she was going to go like five zero on him for a minute and that he'd, be like, I always wanted you or something like that. I mean, obviously he did because he said double or nothing. So it meant something. But it was. It was. It was so emotional. What what did she say? One on one. For what? Your heart. Yeah, it's a little much. It was, but it, it's a rom-com. It was showing her vulnerability. She was always the strong person. She could, I don't want to say take him or leave him, because she was really, really upset when he was being a dick in college. But she left the country, which essentially says, I don't need you because you're in a different country. <laughs> I slightly disagree with that because that like they said, that's the only place where a woman basketball player could flourish is overseas because there's nothing for them really in America. Well, and there is true. Like I thought they did a really good job comparing and contrasting the college basketball game audiences. Like you saw how many people were at the men's um, games and then the girls' games were essentially being played in a high school basketball gym. With, like, n- next to no crowd. And Q and the teams were being mentioned on SportsCenter on ESPN, and there was no coverage of the girls. I mean, look at – and it's still that way, like March Madness. Mm-hmm. March Madness is huge. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that girls' sports are being played more often often and are being shown more often on TV but it still doesn't have the recognition. Yeah. And girls make shit money. For, it's insulting, really. It very much is. So, the American soccer team got no recognition for what they did that like what was it 2 years ago? Oh, there was like a lawsuit that was going on. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, I think, like, the women's soccer was suing whatever the the professional soccer league is because of the disparity in play. And they legit told women in court that it was because men work harder. Well, that's upsetting. Yeah. Do you want to hear something shitty that I say all the time? But. (laughs) I think it's 100% true and I don't care if it offends people. I think women make better doctors because I think they're more compassionate and I think men are very much like, this is how it is. This is this. This is that. Like, there's no emotion. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. like mechanic. Like, you're just working on a car. Like, that's how it is with the body. But I think women take the time to listen and they're more like compassionate, empathetic. Mm Mm-hmm. So. I... uh... And that's not to say everyone. There's always exceptions and everything, but it's your experience. That is my experience. Mm -hmm. Except my gynecologist. I don't like her. (laughs) We we won't mention names. We won't mention names, no. Yeah, that's shit though. And it sucks because this movie was 21 years ago and Mm -hmm. they're talking about the disparity between men and women in sports and nothing's changed absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. There's that, guys. You thought you, girls, you thought that you were coming here for fun. Nope. Truth talk. Yeah, I did really like the ending though. Oh, yeah. Great ending, very happy. Great ending. It, it it's like possibilities, I think, like and a vision of the world that could be where anyone can, you know, just be follow whatever role that works for your dynamic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um what about the chemistry? I want to talk about the chemistry with the parents. We touched upon it a little already. Like I was seriously With her family, I was seriously like, man, this dad's really cool. Like in the beginning when she got pushed down and she had that gash on her chin, um, which they worked in the story because she really did have that scar on her chin. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So they worked that into the backstory there. Um, But And he was like, no big deal. You're tough. And I was like, oh, this dad's really cool. I like him. And then later on in the movie, I was like, "Mm, I don't know if i really like him oh i liked him i mean i think or are you talking about in terms of like what the mom sacrificed or that one story about the pizza versus the meals i know i think he took advantage of the mom granted i think the mom let him to a degree um so that bothered me but i also think that he didn't take Monica's dream seriously. He was like, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's just her being emotional. Oh, it's fine. She'll get through it. Instead of saying like, Q did. Like if you want to be recu- recruited, you can't do this. He was more feeding into all of her thoughts and feelings instead of helping her become better. That's interesting because I think Dennis Haysbert, as Q's dad overshadowed any of these potential problems with Monica's dad. So I didn't even really notice it. Oh, okay. So I'm in, interested. It's interesting that you thought that. Yeah. I thought that Monica, even though her parents stayed together the entire time and they were in her life and I mean, we could argue whether they're supportive or not supportive, at least the mom. I thought that she had more problematic relationships with her parents than Q had with either of his. Yeah, his dad cheated on the mom, lied about it, that's shitty. But both of them supported Q unconditionally and wanted what was best for him, whatever he wanted. Right. And I liked the dad. Trying to stress to get an education. Mm-hmm. I I don't think he wanted Q to end up like him. No. And I like that. Like Q asked him, "How come you couldn't be the man you were always trying to make me?" I thought that was a really powerful quote. Yeah, and it was sad that the dad was just like, "I just couldn't." Hmm. I mean, there's what else could he say? Yeah. I did get sad about the relationship between Monica and her mom. They were just too different. Yeah. But I liked their truce at the end where she said pretty much to go for Q. I think. Especially after she saw them talking together in the lawn. I think both the mom and Monica were wrong in their relationship. I think that the mom kind of saw Monica's being okay. She knows where she wants to go. She isn't asking me for any advice. She doesn't want any advice. So I'm just going to leave her alone and she'll leave me alone and she'll turn out fine. But that, and that was wrong. But then Monica was also wrong with her perceptions of her mom and cutting her out. Yeah for sure. So, and then the dad, like I already talked to, like he he took advantage of the mom. He played into Monica's like, it's not neurosis, just character faults, Mm -hmm. I guess. So neither one of them. I mean, I guess the mom did help Monica get to where she needed to go because she was the one, like you said, that told her to go after Q. Mm All right. I'm good with chemistry. I think. What about you? I'm I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Next category oh, moment, they fall in love. I think it's so hard. Do you have <sighs> any? Because I think that they were always in love. Mm, I I think that Monica always knew she loved him. But I think you're right, like, that Q only realized that he loved her when she, when he saw her with the college guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he kept tabs on her and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know if he recognized his own feelings until he saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. What's your iconic moment? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Do they stay together? Of course completely agree he's there at her basketball game supporting her they have a kid she looks so happy in the game meant to be Mhm. and i I think he looked better without like the goatee how he had it i like mustaches yeah like a nice little amount facial hair it worked well for him mm-hmm. uh iconic scene this is what i have a hard time with but i think i know what the answer has to be Oh, Oh, what were you going to say? Strip basketball. I was just going to say the one-on-one at the end. Oh. Yeah, I like strip basketball. (laughs) I think it was definitely a more fun moment. Yeah. Yeah. But they both have to do with these guys' two loves, each other and basketball. So Mm -hmm. our iconic scenes are kind of similar in that part. I just think that it would have never worked with Tyra because she has no understanding of how important basketball is. She doesn't know any, like, I don't know. Plus I think she was with him for the wrong reasons. Like, remember how he was like, I haven't told her that I'm going back to school yet. Mm hmm. Like that's shitty. Yeah. And I don't know if he was just done with basketball or if he was unable to play because of his knee. It was hard to tell. I Mm -hmm. was thinking about that too. Yeah. But I think that also, do you think this is getting into final thoughts, but I feel like we're there. Mm -hmm. Do you think that he would have ever repaired his relationship with his dad? Actually, that was my one downfall about the end of the movie. I wish that they would have tied that up somehow instead of leaving it go with like him kicking him out of the hospital. Yeah, when he said, I'm going to go back to school, but I haven't told my mom, I was wondering if that idea came from his dad and that would help lead them to kind of like a reconciliation. Yeah, I I didn't like that that question was left unanswered. It like kind of ate away at me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you asked that or mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the mom was at her last basketball game, right? Oh my God. Someone's jogging outside right now. You are insane. Oh, I know who that is. Whenever we were in Austin, we would see people jogging at like 1 PM and it was like a hundred degrees. I was like, are you fucking insane? I guess if you're used to it. No, if I'm not running before nine, it's just not happening. I told Millie. Like she was outside and I was like, listen, it's too hot. You got to come back in. We're not doing mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I took the dogs like maybe a tenth of a mile it's, away and back. Like it's it's just, like you said. Mm-hmm. And they're getting older. Yeah. got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Other final thoughts. I really liked, like, I know I mentioned the one, co- the one quote, um, Q to his dad. I also liked when Monica's mom asked her, oh no, are they cursing their mamas over in Spain? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that really humanized her mm-hmm. hearing that sarcasm before she was kind of like this untouchable person, but then you kind of got to know her a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, something shitty, I thought with the dad, and I probably should have mentioned this with the dad, but during the talk about him cheating on the mom, it sounded like he started to blame her. Your mama got pregnant at 19. She knew I wasn't ready for marriage. I was like, fuck you. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Just say you fucked up. That was shitty. Mm hmm and he lied to him at first he was he told him like it wasn't true like the whole paternity suit stuff and well but i guess the paternity suit wasn't true yeah so he he didn't outright lie he just didn't tell the truth which is still shitty lie by omission yes yeah i think i'm good I just want to mention one more thing, and that is the remote control cues mom had by the pool and how huge it was. And it made me very nostalgic because it was the size of my computer monitor. (laughs) I do not. I do not remember seeing that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Martini glasses. Uh, Martini glasses. I give it a 4.5 out of 5 because it's not a true rom-com. It needed more calm. Um, but fantastic movie. I gave it a four because of the same reason. Hmm. I would totally watch this movie again. I think it sends a great message. I think the characters are complex. Um, the story is great. Really enjoyed it. The character development was really good, which is something that's lacking a lot in rom-coms. Mm-hmm. It's oftentimes, it's too short of a time period, but this, because it spans so long, you could really get in there. Mm-hmm. No, I'm glad I watched it. I just, for some reason, I just feel like it's heavier to watch all the time, Mm-hmm. which is crazy because <laughs> I would watch about time again. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Like, Complete opposite. I know. I don't understand myself, but but <laughs> there we have it, Then it's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, did you, um, read, did you oh, ever sorry. watch me before you? Mm-mm. Did you read the book? Uh, no, I who wrote that? It wasn't Nicholas Sparks. Jojo something, Keys. Oh, you Mo- have it. Moys, you got it for me. And I'm sorry I never read it because the movie really depressed me. <laughs> Jojo Moyes (laughs) well maybe if like if you wanted to watch it because there are some funny parts and I think um what's his name Sam Claffin or something Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. he's such a dreamboat no I don't want to watch it okay that's fine it's a complete stop fest at the end for like 20 to 30 minutes so oh no thank you yeah you really like the drink Loved it. I did not. So you have mixed reviews on that. And other than that, next time we'll be doing our last teen rom-com for a while. But I'm a cheerleader. I'm excited for this. Me too. 1999 and I've never seen it. Well, you know, it's a different movie. It's not like, I I think it's becoming mainstream now. But in 1999 when you had She's All That and 10 Things I Hate About You, it's not mainstream with that. I also doubt that it came to any theaters in Kentucky where we (laughs) live. You don't think so? No. For some reason, our little, like, population 1800 town probably didn't get this one. On the border of West Virginia and Kentucky? Shocking. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so weird. All right. Until next time, guys, please watch up, drink up, and cheers.
1: Woo!